BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you'd like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at lorehammerlistenerlore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everyone, happy new year. I'm your host Mark. Welcome, welcome. Joining me is Sam. Hello everyone, happy new year. Good to be back Yeah, for the final yeah. time. I think I'll take over for that. <laughs> no, no, don't. My heart's hurt. <laughs> I need you back on. I'll be back on. Yeah, I'll, I'll be back. Yeah, uh, it's I haven't recorded in a while, so it's it's nice to kind of get in the flow of it again. We're gonna start off the year with some Rogel Dorn enthusiasm, so that should be nice. Ways like the man with the beard. Yeah, he's got a plan. He's got a a, a goal. Uh, just like me. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah, fellow fellow man. <laughs> uh, this one I actually don't know who wrote this email. Let's see if I can pull up the. By Jonathan, and uh, he wrote a story called "The Quirk of Dorn." Uh, so we'll read through this and see where this uh, kind of homebrew takes us. The Bulkwork of Dorn, other names: the Ace Marines, Chapter IF zero six six five, the Guardians of the Palisade Worlds, the Bulkwork of Dorn, livery, armor colors, blue curious with gold Aquila. Black helmet with gold crest and yellow mask. Bright blue pauldron, no markings. Purple vambrace, veterans only. 
Blue right, curse, greaves, and sabatons. Green semi-crystalline left pauldron. Vambrace, curious, greaves, and sabatons. Four pennants on power pack, sergeants only. Robes and cloaks are not standardized, with most, ha- most having kahaki interfacing. Uh, do you know what that is? Kayaki. Kaki, ka- kaki that, isn't it like a type of yellow brown? I'm pretty hmm. sure. I can't, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, okay. Kaki inner. <laughs> While most having kaki inner. So the inside of it. Is- yeah. I, uh. <laughs> uh, and either the chapter's banner designed a fully red and black and outer face. Banner design. Vertical stripes of left to right purple. White, gray, black with charged of red spade and green fist. Symbols. Red spade and green fist. Red spade, green fist. <laughs> oh. Great. Lots of fists. Yeah. Command. The chapter is led by a council of nine ch- captains, the chief librarian, the master of sanctity, the master of the forge, the chief apothecary, and the chapter master, the chapter ancient, the fleet master, and the high sen- seneschal. The council has ultimate authority over all non-combat matters, and each leader has authority over their commands. For example, the High Seneschal has ultimate authority over his own fortress monasteries, over its fortress monasteries. I'll read one more, and then you can take it. Organization. The chapter partially follows the Codex Astartes, with 10 companies of around 100 Marines. However, it also has five chambered uh, deliverant, reclusium, Librarius, Manufactorium, Apothecarium, and Fortress Monasteries. It also has has 500,000 soldiers trained to the high-level Imperial Guard and 45 Imperial Knights and five Titans forming a shaft of militia. Well, I'll have some words to say about that, I can tell you that much. (laughs) (laughs) The Gloriana-class battleship Spear of Dorne, the Warspite-class battle barge, the Fist of Terra, five Vanguard-class cruisers, and eight Gladius-class frigates. It is based in its string of ten fortress monasteries in the uh, Palisade worlds, Sector Custodian Cadium. It is a successor of the Imperial Fists, made to fight incursions of Slanish demons and Chaos Marines, as the Imperial Fists have no knowledge of the Grey Knights to whom they fulfill a similar role. History. They are formed in 513 M40 after... The Phalix was invaded by a Slanish cult. From Gene Seed and Marines of all known Imperial Fist successor chapters, most prominently Crimson Fists and the Scions of Dawn, and given access to the most technically advanced equipment available to the Fists. In 617 M40, the Bulkwart of Dawn began its first crusade, which aimed to liberate Se- Sector Custodi Cadium from a Slanish cult that had infiltrated the capital world's government. In 795 M40, the Ace Marines established their fortress monasteries on the Palisade worlds. In 860 M40, the Guardians of the Palisade worlds lost seven Liberians in court, including the Chief Liberian, as a PDF artillery squadron launched an Earthshaker cannon into the Liberium of the Fortress Monastery A. In 907 M40, Chapter Master Jadislav Lowinski reformed the chapter to be a better or to be better able to fight on multiple fronts, 
This included the establishment of the chapter militia and the chamber deliverant. In 000M41, Master of Milita Michael Lauren established the first abhuman regiment in the chapter militia, made up of rattling snipers and ogland grenadiers. In 145M41, three battalions of chapter militia fell to corn and attempted to seize the main spaceport of the fortress monastery F. This was the only recorded engagement between IS, uh, IF0665 and Corn. In 228M41, the bulk ward of Dawn fought alongside the Forge World's Ali 3 Skatari legends, legions, which resulted in the acquisition of three Warhound-class titans and an agreement with the Forge World's Ali 3 I think it's our left would provide all material for the Ace Marines. In 353 M41, the Ace Marines absorbed the science of Dawn as they had lost 85% of the Marines and their highest ranking officer was a lieutenant. In 468 M41, the Guardians of the Palisade World first encouraged the Dominators of Sam Man Kaya Malakam. In 573 M41, the bulk word dawn. I did. In 681 M41, the guardians of the Palisade worlds rescued the Blood Angels slash White Scars successor chapters, Angels of Storm, from the heralds of the 14th Crusade, a Black Crusade war, war band which followed Slanesh and had attempted to destroy the gene seed of the Angels of Storm. In 759 M41, the Ace Marines reactivated a disused webway gate to raid Komorath after a dark eye raid captured Kill Team A11. As a result, they lost 17 Marines from H Company and one Liberian. In 816 M41, the Keeper of Secrets invaded the Fortress Monastery A and was dispelled by a single tactical squad after killing the High Senshel Ladovolsky, after the opening of the Sigaretrit's maledictum in 999 M41, the Palisad Wars worlds endured six years con constant assault from Slanish demons and Emperor's children's chaos space marines, leading to the conquest of Sector Velamanikan and a complete loss of D&G companies and over 50% losses of in A, B, C, and F companies. This led to their acceptance of Primaris Marines to replace their losses. In 135M42, the Ace Marines launched an Anionic Gulf Crusade alongside the Adeptus Sororitas, Order of the Absent Heart, in the, 13, uh, the 369th Division of the Death Corps of Creed, and the 588th Division of the Valhalla Ice Warriors to retake the sector Villamankian from the Empress Children Warband known as the Dominators of Samakaya Mel Melikam. The mission was overall successful, though it resulted in hundreds of casualties among the Ace Marines and a complete annihilation of the 369th Division of the Death Corps of Creek. They'll be happy with that. 
is the 273rd M42 and Volk World of Dawn has five full companies of Primaris Marines, three mixed companies, and two full companies of Firstborn Marines. Okay. I'd be very interested to know if this was all just like random battles he played and kind of incorporated it. Like it was. Yeah, that'd be no. Yeah. Like there's some moments where it's like, uh, that seems wacky almost like it happened a game where uh, his own PDF artillery striked his own guys or stuff like that, you know? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or one, one, one kills a whole keeper of secrets. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm almost sure that must be how he does it. He just adds a new entry every time or something, you know? But yeah, yeah. Culture. Because there's that one part that yeah. just says the Ace Marines or the, the Boltwick of Dawn and then just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> You'll never know. Redacted. Yeah, just lost everything. <laughs> All right, we'll carry on. Culture. Each company has its own traditions and specializations. For example, D Company are ferocious in their defense of fortifications, as they trace most Marines to the Black Templars. And to maximize the tactical flexibility of the chapter, the companies are rarely deployed as units in battle with strike forces being made from any number of squads drawn throughout the chapter. The chapter as a whole shares many traits with other Imperial Fist chapters, such as love, the love of fortifications and hatred for heretic Astartes. Their specific traditions stem from their, or, uh, stem from their origin as using incredibly specialized equipment, so they replace it as little as possible, repairing damage uh, until the equipment is entirely useless leaving bullet scars in their armor until it has no other effect. Uh, the chapter has strong links with the Adeptus Sororitas Order of the Absent Heart, and they both fought against the forces of Slanich. The White Scars, the White Scars successor chapter, Hawks of the Storm, who fought against the Nurgalite forces and the Death Guard, the Blood Angel successor chapters, Angels of Annihilation, who fought against Coronite forces and the World Eaters, and the Iron Hand successor chapter, of knight, Knights of Iron, who fought against the Zinch forces of and the Thousand Sons. War Gear. IF-0665 uses mostly standard Mark X, Tacticus, Gravis, and Phobos armor for Primaris Marines, Mark VII Aquila and Mark VI Corvus armor for Firstborn Marines, and Flak and Carapace armor for the Militia. They're, they're, on, they're the only Imperial fixed successor chapter to use built Inbuilt miniaturized Geller fields in all power armor, allowing both teleportation and better use of defense against demons. The Ace Marines are used. The Ace Marines use regular bolt guns for firstborn Marines, regular bolt rifles for Primaris Marines, las guns for Chapter Militia, plasma weapons for as their most common special weapons and heavy weapons. In melee combat, the most common weapon are chainswords and power falca falchions, though they never use mastercrafted weapons as they are more likely to be corrupted by Selenishi demons. Recruitment. The majority of the chapter are asexual and... <laughs> There's so much stuff in this lore that I can't wait to get to, and that one might have almost broke old poor Marquino. And the weak blanks. Yeah. Don't <laughs> Christian on. Fuck. The majority of the chapter are asexual and weak blanks, with the exception of librarians who are psychers and the reclusiarch who are the strongest blanks. They are all recruited from the black ships and are usually the blanks too weak for the Sisters of Silence to recruit from. 
also like different gender but you know now yes. now i'm just getting into semantics of boys and girls are different but anyways we'll carry on after their training augmentation and psycho indoctrination they begin their active combat duties after seven missions they can take a trial to advance to a higher rank after the marine falls in battle their body will be interred into a dreadnought if the chassis is available and the marine is deemed worthy tactics during battle, the Ace Marines typically deploy in smaller units than companies. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Either by teleport strike or heavy transports. They rely on either overwhelming an enemy... They rely on either overwhelming the enemy with coordinated fire, completely removing warp connections by fighting them in melee, or using heavy artillery to destroy fortifications. Not notable members, chapter master, Kadim Duran, Jaworski. <laughs> Enjoy. Current <laughs> chapter master, recruited in, M uh, in 513M41, crossed the Rubicon Primaris in 199M42. Given his names after it, he single-handedly held one of the fortress monasteries for three days. In the warp after the opening of the second entrance malignum, leaving the warp after 190 years in real space, which was his greatest, though not only warp related time skip. Vulnerable ancient Ry Relensor, pronounced Relensorf. Okay, <laughs> should have put that first. Morin, Morin Skull. Only Ogrin, oh no, only Ogrin to become a space marine. Yeah. Equipped with dreadnought armor that he is as a dreadnought in battle. Okay. Found as only survivor of a space hulk after a failed warp jump across the loss of atmosphere within the Imperial Guard transport. And he survived due to his high lung capacity and higher thinking skill, causing the airlock. An apocathery implanted Primaris gene seed as an experiment into the Ogren Space Marine in 100M42. And he is the only survivor during one battle. He defeated 17 Chaos Corrupted Ogrens who were attacking a Ford base of the Chapter mil Militia. Master of Sanctuary, G uh, Jan E. Swarf Adonsko. Strongest blank not recruited into the Sisters of Silence. Leader of Re 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 Reclesium. An, 18, uh, an 816 M41 stopped a demonic 
incursion into the Fortress Monastery A through active anti-psychic measures known as the Calm of Dawn, resulting in the complete banishment of a Keeper of Secrets with only nine other tactical marines. Captain Stenisov Renevmoskov Originally of the Black Templars, first captain of D Company, giving them the reputation of being the fiercest defenders of any position and leading into their high casualty rates. He was interred in a dead knot in 638 M40 after holding a forward trench against nine companies of traitor guards single oh no, single-handedly. He was fun he was fully killed. In 816 M41, when a Keeper of Secrets invaded the Fortress Monastery A. Before this, he had already fought an army of Slaneshi demons for one year in the Warp, which resulted in leaving the Warp in 559 M41. Redel Maranovskal, 7th Seneschal of the Fortress Monastery J, recruited in 000M42 during the first wave of Primaris Marine recruits, shown the typical love of fortifications after holding trench works with only two companies of chapter militia for one week during a campaign in the Ash Wastes, surrounding a hive city on Cadium Drift, a captive asteroid orbiting Cadium Pramus resulting in his appointment as Celestial of the at le- of the least of the true fortress monasteries. Chapter Master Yan Iswarf Lowenski, originally of the Warriors of Dawn, Loyalist Iron Warriors Chapter Successors. First Chapter Master at the establishment of the chapter, fought the hardest of any Marine in the Phalanx during the Sarnesh invasion, leading to his promotion to Chapter Master, crafted the weapon of the Chapter Masters known as the First Blade, a falchion imbued with anti-demon enchantments, died in battle in 968 M40 against the Night Lord's Warband known as the House of Wolves, who were attempting to destroy a bridge to the death of Nothing Hive. Lieutenant Tayoni, Foreign Bansky, recruited in 813 M41, Lieutenant F Company, fought mainly in melee combats as a spearhead in drop assaults, died 016 M42, attempting to cross the Rubicon. Primaris as Iron Warriors Gene Seed malfunctioned. Field Marshal slash First Voidsman James Overtron, current Field Marshal, Night Pilot during that. Anonic Gulf Crusade, distinguished in combat against the Salish corrupted Chaos Knights, killing the Domination King, Apparent Class, and Prince of the Purge, Despoiler Class, and a Knight Errant, Leviathan's Nemesis, instrumental in the adoption of the Domanic Pattern Las Guns by the Chapter Militia. I think that's it finally yes okay so that's that so there's a lot of stuff in there and a lot of it almost blended together like 
I took notes as I was going through, so I remember a lot of it. Uh, maybe we'll just yeah. start. Like, gifts of Titans and Imperial Knight do not happen. I don't care. You don't get Space Marine, Imperial Knights, or Warhound Titans. They are different things. They are god machines. The the Mechanicum are not gifting god machines away. They're just not. And even if they did, the, the, the Astartes have no way to operate them. It's like the logistics of running a Titan is no small feat. You can't just run into it. Oh, yes, I know how to drive a Titan. Yeah. And like, like okay, now you need to worry about fucking bulk landers and shit how are you moving that shit how are you doing all that like your chapter does not get titans it does not i think i think this is a classic case of like someone who's probably has friends but they only just started 40k yeah and he's yeah, yeah. been like oh yeah these are the rules i have them i can put these up yeah these are, it's all completely legal here's the rule book i own it i'm not <laughs> gonna show it i'm gonna hide it over here yeah no it kind of screams of that but like then i read some of the words that he writes like he includes a lot of stuff like masters of sanctitaria and like he includes a lot of 40k words so i feel like he's versed enough in 40k to make not make these mistakes because there's there's a lot of big ones the next thing he talked about is he said uh the sisters of battle they worked really well with the sisters of battle and i love how he did that because the sisters of battle are their own thing so he made up their own organization and said they worked together that's what you should yeah, do yeah, in yeah. houses and titan houses same with uh, he did it with the um the adaptus mechanicus as well the same kind of thing like they help exactly. out for the whole part of it exactly so just do that because i read it and it's just like well now you're not in 40k you're in your fantasy land again but anyways, moving on to the next defense. Inbuilt miniaturized Geller fields. While an incredibly oh, cool yeah. concept, I think Geller fields require like a psyker to be like in comatose and then they like channel his energy, you know? So are they like taking squats, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, like putting little squat people in their armor? Like yeah. what's the deal? <laughs> and that's why they started that the ab human, I guess. Just keep yeah. them in the leagues or something. They chop one leg off. <laughs> Put a little squad in there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they have these inbuilt miniaturized Geller fields that require psychers to activate, but then everyone in the chapter is also a blank. So it's like, oh, so yeah, you, yeah. So so you, you're throwing in so many things that all counteract each other and just don't line up. And like that, the you'd think that they'd give just some old you know, successor chapter, the strongest noted blank. Yeah. Like just yeah. some rat. Here you go. Here's the strongest blank. That's not a registered blank. Yeah. But I mean, I'm going to even jump back on that. Like he said, they, he got the strongest sister of silence blank, like fucking read a book and learn about what your dick and vagina looks like. They're fucking different people. Like <laughs> maybe I'm worked up a oh, little bit, but like, it's crazy. It's crazy. And this is one more thing he said. He he mentioned they're asexual. Like, it's just like, yeah, all space runes have no desire for sex. They're chemically castrated. Don't bring, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't know. That kind of stuff is no place in 40K. And, uh, like, maybe I'm just being harsh. I have nothing against people who have no sexual desire. But it's just, like, I don't know. You're throwing stuff in just that doesn't fit the setting. We need to abide by the rules of the 40k framework that we've been given. 
I think the, the most lorically correct part was the, the death corpse all just dying. <laughs> we did it, guys. Time to die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. The The last offense that I have that this guy wrote was uh, the Augrin Space Marine. So the way Space Marines work, they genetically test every candidate. And the majority of candidates are not genetically compatible to the gene seed. Like, so they'll take 100 guys and only 10 of them might actually be compatible. So there's no way that you're finding genetic compatibility with augrins, ratlings, fucking cat people. Like, I'm not smart enough either. Yeah, that's the other good point. Yeah, how would they pass any of the, like, fucking, you know how to load a bolt gun there, augrin? Like, <laughs> how do yeah. you follow do they have like a little space marine helmet on the side like they do with that one bonehead guy? <laughs> the, the, the chap, oh not chaplain, what's it? Commissar, the little commissar box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just speaking into his ear. <laughs> yeah. So all in all, my thoughts on this lore is there's so much stuff in here that are just questionable at best. And then some things that are just downright in my in my mind anyways, impossible in 40K. So when you take all that together, it's just kind of it needs some heavy tweaking for me to accept it as canon, you know. And not just. Yeah, it doesn't really make. And then the single handedly survive in space single like so many people in his chapter are able yeah. to just do things by themselves against yeah. things that just don't work like that yeah exactly um all in all though i'm super happy that he wrote it in uh maybe i had some anger to release in the new year and now i can start <laughs> off happy the new year <laughs> out the last oh man well do you have any other thoughts on this one uh, I, I like the names. Like, I, I noticed that they all have, like, similar last names. I don't know if that's just some, mm. some little thing he's put there, but it, it's cool, I think. Like, they have a little connection. They might adopt a special name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like like I said, he he was speaking the language of 40K. Like, he clearly knows kind of a lot of these you know, organization names and how to make something sound high gothic. You know, he knows all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's kind of cool that he carried on through the names even. Yeah, it's hard to, as long as it's hard to read, you know you're on the right track with the, <laughs> the high gothic stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, very cool. Uh, that's this episode. Um, if you have lore that you would like to submit, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I always enjoy reading them, even if I don't necessarily enjoy them. Hey, it's your Laura. Write it however you want. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can sign up to my Patreon at uh, Lorehammer Listener Laura at Patreon. There's links in the descriptions below. Uh, Sam, thanks for joining me. No problem. Always nice to be a part of an episode. Yeah, I think me and you are going to do a brainstorming episode here pretty quick. I think we're going to talk about some aquatic themed. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, till the next. Yeah. All right, till the next episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye.
Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.